Welcome to the Chiropractic Assistance for Life podcast with Dr. Lance and Lori Morgan, where you get the strategies and tools to build the team of your dreams. Hello, Lori. Hello, Dr. Lance. Welcome back. Thank you for filling in, getting to use some of your life coaching skills. Oh, God. I always like to be able to have everyone enjoy that once in a while without me. Less of me, I think, is always (laughs) a better thing. But uh, no, you know what? I like to talk. Sorry. And anyone will tell you that. (laughs) And um, I think everybody generally likes to hear themselves and think they have good opinions. And, you know, I've been around the globe, not the globe, but the sun now 50 times so i tell people when you work with me i'm like uh oven mitts i've just touched a ton of hot stoves so if you just want to quit hitting your head with a mallet or or doing (laughs) that right and um i know you you kind of said don't mention we had a sick kitty right isn't that uh, she was she had to go to heaven good (laughs) is there kitty heaven i hope so i hope there's you know i'm I'm italian catholic so my my joke is is that they're always moving the ball on you and um when i start in catechism and you know dogs go to heaven do cats go to heaven you know that's where you start out and then you you work your way up and you jump through the hoops and (laughs) i get to freshman year at a place called saint francis high school and there's a gal named sister julie and i only think the story is funny because she had a very strong hispanic accent and and she was started talking about purgatory, and everybody in the rooms looking at each other. All these freshman high school kids are like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! Is this new? Like, what? <laughs> what is? What is this?" And she's like, "Well, it's the place you go before you know that you, you go to heaven." And like, what? And so <laughs> now you want to know all the things to get it. First, you want right. to know what you got to do to get in heaven, not get in hell. And right. there's a guy with an adding machine. That's what you think. And so now people are going like, "Well, how long are you there?" And I'll never forget. She goes. That's up to God. And I'm like, oh, my God. Everybody in the room's like, we're never getting there. And so, uh, so anyway, we're well, done. good. Yeah. You, know, you will see this cat again at some point. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good. She, and she was 18. She had a good life. <laughs> she probably was at, she she probably asked probably you. asking you, what are we doing here? So, good. Yeah. So, um, today we're going to talk about uh, CAs, just how engaged you truly are in the practice. And... As you hear us talk about time and time again, that it's just not sitting back and being a wallflower. It's getting involved and having an opinion and asking questions and, you know, getting systems to be put into place because you want them to. So there's a lot, there's a lot involved in being engaged, right? Um, the, the one thing is, of course, is being a leader there in the practice, right? And... CAs, as you lead and take initiative at everything that you're involved in, then you can help show your doctor that you got this, okay? So the doctor is obviously the leader of the practice, right? But the CA can also, can also be the co-leader, can help, can engage, can tell others what they think will work better, Right, and so there's so many CAs right now that sit on the sidelines, and and my goal as a coach is always to get them out of their box, because sitting on the sidelines isn't fun, and going through the motions isn't fun, and not having a voice isn't fun, and what do you want to do at work? You want to have fun, right? So that's really that's really what we're going to talk about today is how engaged are you? Okay, I don't play devil advocate a lot. I'm a CA listening, and I'm like, I just want to go to work. <laughs> 
Lori, you know, you talk yeah. about this, that, and the other thing. I just want to go to work. Yeah. Well, being a chiropractic assistant is more than a job. And if you're looking just to go and sit on a chair all day and not participate, then I don't think a, a chiropractic assistant position in a, in a strong chiropractic office is for you. And I, and I say that freely because if you're just showing up, how much fun are you having? How much have you decided that this is going to be your career choice? Are you already looking on Indeed every day to see what's next or what's available out there, right? Because those who just show up to a job are not engaged and they're not truly enjoying themselves. And I did that on purpose because I know. Um, if that was the case, why not just get a – there's a lot better paying jobs with a lot more benefits and, right. and other stuff. Right. So – If you're a sit on – if you're a – sit on the back, you know, back row kind of person. <laughs> and there are those people. They show up at our seminars. They, the, the room's empty, yeah, and they no. sit on the very back row of the very last chair of the very last corner, they, as far as they can get. So there are those types of people. I understand that. But those aren't the type of people that we want running a front desk at a chiropractic office. We just don't want it. You could, you could say that that insurance person is your back... If you're back could, row person, I couldn't right? get it out of my mouth fast right. enough. So that yeah. back row person would be your insurance person who sits in his or her room and talks to adjusters all day and just is in the little bubble, right? And and that's fine. There there's great there's great collectors out there that just do insurance and offices. Right. So that's that's perfect for them. But being at the front, answering the phones, being with practice members, cheerleading them to health, being a, a being a standing for health yourself, all those things can't happen sitting behind the wall or sitting behind the seats. You have to be participating in that. Okay. Right? Yes. Okay. So in order to be engaged, there's some questions that I want to ask you today. And these are things you can get your notepad out and start taking notes and kind of really start to think about these things because as a coach for 20 years I can ask these questions to all of my new clients which I usually do and I get all kinds of answers that sometimes shock me <laughs> right so do you know what is expected of you at work can I ask the question of do you show up every day and know what's expected of you or do you just show up and hope that y'all figure it out together when you get there. What percentage know the answer? Um, very, very few. Okay. okay, and we know the ones who know. They're the, they're the active life chiropractic offices who have team meetings, who have huddles in the morning, who look at their appointment book every day and know what's going to happen today, who talk about the challenges they're having, having and getting rid of those challenges right away instead of allowing them to build up, build up, build up until there's a blowout in the hallway, right? So knowing what's expected of you is important, and that includes things like the doctor's goals, right? If you as a doctor are setting a goal for the office, I know you're sharing those with your team. There's doctors that have goals that don't even share those with their CAs. So the CAs go, what do you mean we have a, we're reaching our goal today? We don't even know what that is. Right? It's shocking to me. Shocking. And then you can get something like, 
Do you have what you need to do your job right, right? Do you have the systems and procedures in place to be able to do your job right? Or do you feel like you're just showing up into this chaotic place and winging it and hoping nothing goes wrong today, hoping no one wants to cancel their appointments, hoping everyone says yes to the new care plan, hoping, you know, hoping, 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 hoping that things are going to go well for you, right? Okay, so every time I hear this, I know the CAs are ready to work doing their job, and I know in the thousands of chiropractors I've met, the chiropractors don't give them don't give them the environment or the tools to do this. They don't. Right. And <laughs> we can do we can we can do these podcasts all day and and as I say, I, I sometimes I my fears were preaching to the choir a little bit that if because those who listen to this usually are already are like one hundred percent, and it's nice because you have to affirm what you're doing, and it's nice to know you're not alone. Right. But you know, CAs, if you're listening to this and you're going, God, I wish my doc would listen to this with me or listen this to this is not to get us. If you think we're doing this for money or views or, or this no, that I mean, the other thing, we're free. You know, and transparency. <laughs> Lori's got some stuff she does, and, and you know, on occasion I'll help some docs out, but you know. This is right down the street from my office. We thought it'd be fun to do, and and um, but the docs have to like these docs. A perfect example: the ones that you know, the old accordion. How you used to file all the the paper, it had A through whatever, and it was a oh, big yeah. long strip thing. Like if you still have that in your office, CAs or docs, you need to tell <laughs> your doctor you're quitting if you don't get rid of that. <laughs> because there's no reason you should have paper files anymore. Right. Absolute period. It is twenty. 21. I mean, even when I started doing it 10 years ago, the argument was, well, scanners are kind of slow. Mm-hmm. And now it's not like you have to scan it and then put it somewhere. Yeah. If you have something like ChiroTouch, and I'm not, we have ChiroTouch. I think it's great. I don't get paid by ChiroTouch. I don't care what you use. Right. But we scan everything into ChiroTouch. And then when somebody needs something, we don't have to pull the file, pull the stuff out, copy it, you know, scan or mail the records. We emailed straight from there. Right. And if you're not doing that, and these are the kind of things that... It's just you, streamlining. You, you have to fight. Right. You have to fight a little bit. And, and if right. you're not doing it, there are so many young docs coming out that actually are doing, I think, almost too technological stuff, like scheduling online. And I don't have a problem with online scheduling. We now have it. But for that first person, I will never... that, And maybe that's what I die with down the road. Is yeah. it like, I'm never going to have my first point of entrance... Um, be, be an online new patient. No, because it, <laughs> it, because for two reasons. One, they're not just screening us. We're screening them. Right. And so I have to make sure this is something I want in my garden. So if a new patient calls in and goes, I'm not taking an x-ray, I'm, I want to be invested on the first visit, and I'm not doing a plan. Great. I have a great doctor for you. He's two blocks away from me. Right. So, right. Um, or her. And so uh, I just... Short of that, there are definitely some things that the. This is really this stuff we're talking about today is really, in my opinion, a two-way street. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Most of the time, I think it's a lot of CA stuff, and the doctor can just stay out of the way. But if you don't get on board with the stuff we're talking today with your doc, and you're not on the same page, right? You're struggling. Correct. And 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 everything we give you are tools to help you have fun at your job, be better at your job, have more confidence in your job. 
be able to do things quickly because we're doing a hundred things at once. We can't do things slow one at a time. We have to do five at a time. So it has to be streamlined. But I, I've, I've asked a new question in my, on Facebook and different places that I reach out to doctors on. And my question in my, one of the business groups that I belong to was asking the doctors how willing they are to invest in their chiropractic assistants. And by investing, I mean taking them to seminars, yes. having them be involved in things online. There's webinars online now that you pay a fee and you sit down at the computer and you learn from the computer, right? So all this crazy stuff that happened in the world, that was kind of cool because there's a lot of stuff online now. And I like to learn online because I sit at my desks. Well, in between things, I can be learning. So when I asked doctors how willing they are to invest... I didn't get very many answers to that. It was like, oh, sure, I bring my CAs everywhere with me. I think I have three doctors answer the question that way. Everyone else said, well, no, not really. I kind of do in, in-house training or whatever it is. And, and selfishly, my goal was to see if they would, if CA coaching is even a thing, right? Are you willing to even invest in me helping to train your, to develop your team? So I kind of wanted to get a feel for that when I really went all in on this because this is what I'm doing now. So it, it's shocking to me because as, as a growing up in, this, in the ward world, in our innate legacy world, all of the doctors that were there that had their team with them every single time, no, they never left them home. One might have had to stay home for a wedding. Yes. Those core teams excelled and I saw a lot of people, and their CAs were there 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. That's not a coincidence. That development and those in that investment is so critical to you, CAs, to get you to that next level. Because if you, if you want to be good at this job, there's a lot of levels, right? Well, I've shared this before, you know, the journey I've been through, you know, with coaching. When I first was under coaching, I went myself. Right. Because it was expensive. I mean, I was not doing very well. I was paying for a coaching system, then it was probably another thousand bucks, you know, go. I mean, now I I laugh. I mean, that's that's half of half of my morning. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So uh, that's no issue. But then I would come back all ready to go and the CAs were Excited that I was excited and I wasn't a thorn in their ass, but they weren't, you know, <laughs> right. you know, and so. Yeah, they weren't on the same level. So luckily, the first time I took my CA was, it was down the street in Walnut Creek mm-hmm. when we used to do it down there. And I took her down and by lunch, she had solved two challenges. She had one with her daughter and one other one. I don't know what it was. And so when she has those issues, it comes into work. Now we talk about taking it off, but, but you right. know, it, so. By having your CAs go, then that took me kind of to the next level. Right. Then what happened was when the, my practice grew and we took the massage therapists and the trainers and all the other docs, I used to treat um, people from Southwest. Still do. But I used to trade them. They had buddy passes. They got yeah. four passes a quarter and I would treat them for care. And we'd fly on buddy passes. And let me tell you what an adventure that was because you're the last on the plane. And when we did Minnesota, it took us four flights. But the point of all of it 
you got him there. Correct. Got him there. And it correct. And, and still have the CAs, you know, some of them still on board with you. But, correct. So, so doctors, if you're listening, you know, there's a lot of good stuff coming up. We've got Parker coming up, um, Parker Vegas coming up. We got, you know, uh, Mile Highs in Denver coming up. There's just all kinds of stuff. Just take your team there. I'd, I'm really considering doing a CA only weekend, but I, you know, that's probably a little ways off because I can't even get you to bring them with you. So I don't know if you'll send them alone. <laughs> and we might have an announcement yeah. in March. Yeah. You know, which we right. may include some people. We haven't decided yeah. yet. So. So let's talk about um, asking you. So going back to these questions, you have the materials you need to do your job right. Um, do you have? everything in your office that you need to be the best you can be every day. And that's just your setup. That's how your front desk runs. Are there people there with you that are encouraging your development? Right? And that's important. Is your doctor encouraging you to learn? Is your doctor encouraging you to have a voice? Are your other teammates um, excited when you come up with an idea? Are Are they excited when you're when you're hosting the team meeting and you and you have things to say, or are they going, hmm, oh no, here we go again, right? You have to decide on how you feel about the people around you taking you to the top. And now that I'm hiring chiropractic assistants for doctors, that's all part of the, I don't even let someone interview who I don't feel is a team player because you have to encourage others. You have to like everybody. Sometimes I go into an office where a CA has been there 20 years, 30 years. She's not that open to change. (laughs) No. (laughs) So I have to, you know, we have to encourage that first. And then we bring someone on who's going to be, you know, higher energy. They're more excited. There's a whole dynamic there that you have to look at. Because we certainly don't want to tick off the loyal person who's been there forever. Right? So... I'm making sure that you're surrounded by people that want you to be better, right? Making sure you're committed to doing quality work and giving quality service to who? The practice members, right? Because that's what we're all about. We build our practice focusing on others, not on ourselves. Is that so true, right? So read that little blurb for me. Let's see what I've got here. It's not about you. Build your practice focused on others. The service we render to others is really the rent we pay for our room here on this earth. It is obvious that man is himself a traveler, that the purpose of this world is not to have and to hold, but to give and to serve. There can be no other meaning Sir Wilfred Greenfell. <laughs> that was the hardest part of that whole thing. <laughs> like, who's that guy? I don't know. <laughs> and um, But I have heard that before. And, man, that's, I mean, that could be... That could be the name, really. I mean, I know we, you know, it's funny after we do, we never have the podcast named. No, you know, we, we don't. No. We, we should do that before. It probably would give <laughs> us a little guidance. But um, really, if you make it about service, you know, it was funny. I had a patient, and I didn't even realize I did it. But um, so I've never turned someone away for care for money in 20 years of practice. And I've always just said, 
we all wash feet and we all wash feet differently. Right. Now that's got a religious connotation to it. And you know, some, if you got a problem with it, we talked about get over it. But the lady was actually very religious. And she said, when you mentioned about washing feet, I knew I was at the right place. And we came right. up with a, a plan that she was, you know, right. And so when I changed things from dollars to service, the dollars went up. Sure. And so it may not happen right away for CAs. I understand it's maybe slightly different unless they're on a some kind of bonus schedule. But I think if you change that mindset, you would you oh. would you would find I think you would find your world change. I mean, think of all the all the you know, the long ago chiropractors who had boxes on the walls, most successful chiropractors that we've ever had, right? Yes. And the Sigafoos, for example, people just go up and put in the the money that they could afford that day and someone put in a hundred bucks, someone put in a dollar, but it all evened out and it sure. all it all you know, he had a house full of people. So I've always had that mentality that it's not about the money. I don't do what I do for the money. I do it for the service to to help as many chiropractic assistants be the best they can be because somebody helped me along the way, right? I had doctors that pushed me to the top, and now this is what I do. This is my life. But if I, you know, I I know other CAs that I worked with I, that I worked with through the years who, as when I was a CA, who just didn't care about it, and you know, they, it was just a pass through, right? So. When you're inspired by the profession, when you know this is where you want to be, this is something that you want to, that you were called to do, and now I have a new VIP Facebook group that I'm only allowing CAs in, no doctors, no, just CAs and CA coaches, so we can talk privately, right? But so many, when they get on there, I was called to do this. Well, of course you were. Right. I believe that you were called to be a chiropractor because you you had to have a devastating injury for that to happen, which is unfortunate. But it still called you to do this. Right. Right. And, you know, I I I answered a receptionist job. I was going to go be a receptionist because anybody can do that. And then when I got here, I'm like, wow, this is cool. This is good stuff. Yeah. Wow. Look at all these people. They're coming in They're getting better they these are the healthiest people i've ever been around in my lifetime and i was you know i was young and i didn't know anything about health except that you went to your medical doctor and i i was inspired by it and i said man if everybody knew what what we do here what a different world we'd be in and you know now we're 30 years later we're not even that much more higher on the no. health scale as we were no. then no. not that many more people know about us no. right <laughs> which is unfortunate but you still have to have a, a fire in your soul about it. it. Has to be part of who you are a little bit for you to want to do these things, to get better, to grow, to to learn, to ask questions, to bring up stuff, to to come to the table with new ideas, go out there and find all these new ideas. CAs, there's a ton of them out there. You could just go. You could spend your day off online and just find all kinds of good stuff, and bring these new ideas to your practice so that you can come in and, and have and be engaged and have fun every day because otherwise you're just showing up for a paycheck and you can what fun is that going through life it's almost impossible if you're a CA I mean I would guess unless you just ran a real like a you know a MDDC clinic which I'm not knocking I just think it's it you may 
you might deal with a lot more ouchies or if you were a work comp, you know, mill that almost by accident, if you just kept seeing what happens in a chiropractic office every day, there would just be kind of no way for you not to be like, dude, I'm really a part of something here. You know what I mean? And so I joke all the time. I get people in with migraines. happens all the time in chiropractic. First thing I ask them. And they tell me, I've tried everything. You name it, I've tried it. Ever tried Feverfew? And they go, never heard of it. Right. Now, I would say I hear that out of 100 patients a year, 99 out of 100 times. Feverview is about 10 bucks. It's at the co-op. You could somersault there from my office. And probably one in three, I get rid of migraines completely with it. And the other two-thirds, the frequency or the intensity or the duration goes down. Yeah. Almost 100%. Is there any study on that? No. No. Is it a ganto? Yes. So, but what I'm saying is it's so weird when you know something that works, you want to just share it with everybody. And even still, sometimes they won't do it. So when you're in this kind of, when you're in the know on something and you're really involved with it, it's contagious. You know, the... All the chiropractors, and and now we we hang around a, a really elite group, and I'm not right. talking about money, I'm talking about mindset, and it their CAs do as well because their CAs come to the events, and um, it it's a vibration. It, 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 this is it where is a vibration. It sounds really strange. It's just you almost can't describe it yeah. and what sucks is you can't describe it so the people are like well if you can't describe it yeah. why would I go with you can it? absolutely feel it correct and you just know that you're in the right place at the right time today to learn something that you need to know about this experience we just had you know last month or whenever that was in Austin that was pivotal life changing for me again right and and I think that you get back around those people that you miss so much. It's been a year you guys we couldn't see anybody. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so right. when you when you're used to seeing everybody four times a year and then you don't get to see anybody for like a whole another year, it it just it just embraces you. And so CAs, you wanna be around people like that. You know, that's why I do these we do these podcasts. That's why I have my VIP group. That's why I have webinars on my CAs for Life page, because I want you to have knowledge and inspiration so that you can take your practice to a new level by your belief systems and you can help your practice members by giving them the best you your best you is part of their healing it's part of their that wow experience you're giving them it has to be that they that first impression it has to be that because if if you don't care about your first impression and what they're going to think about you then you can't be the, you can't do this. <laughs> there has to be something else for you. Because our, that person who walks through that door at the exact time they need us, whatever has brought them there, whatever has called them to walk in your door, and it's usually a list of stuff they've been through. They've tried everything, like you said, and they've gone through hell and back. And now they're walking through your door. This, they need us. They need all of us. They need all of us to embrace them. They need all of us to educate them. They need all of us to cheerlead them to health. Because without that, they don't even know what direction they're supposed to go in. So you're so important. You're so important. And, And you have to remind yourself that every single morning when you're driving to the office, I'm important. I matter. 
I make a difference here. My, I have a voice. People respect my voice. People, people know I know what I'm talking about. People love me because I'm confident in what I do and that I'm a loving service person. So if you are engaged in the practice, you're going to succeed. If you're not engaged, you're going to fail. I've been very lucky in that department because just RCAs have always yeah wanted to be there. Yeah, they they just now they've moved. Some have moved on to other things, right? Um, for a number of reasons, but I would say the two we have now at the front, and I just told this to them today. Because we were discussing something else. They're 90% of the practice. Now, sometimes when I say that, I think they know, they know I'm a motivator. And they, yeah, they, okay. <laughs> come on. I believe that with every fiber of my being. The chiropractic um, is the easiest part. Doctors, you think you're way too important. And you think because how it took you, you know, to get there, that's all, that's all. Yeah. Government and, and licensure and yeah. bull crap. But you know why? This is why I don't understand. If they're 90%, which hopefully they start to believe us if we keep saying that, why aren't they willing to invest in them? Or if they're 50%, why not invest in them to get them to 70, 80, 90, right? Because they're not going to be 90 if they don't know what they're doing. There's right? there's some simple ways to do that. Yeah, there is. And, and Without, you know, I think some, well, look. It depends. A team meeting costs zero. That, <laughs> that, that's correct. But, you know, it's because doctors think they're the doctor. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think the smart, I guarantee if I did a, like a chiro, chiropractic economics poll or whatever, the Docs collecting the most are paying their CAs the most, and it doesn't go in the other direction. Right. Well, of course they're paying the CAs the most. They're 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 right. a half a million dollar office. They can afford to do that. Right. No, they make it's it's the reverse, and that is right. it comes down again and again and again and again right. and again to the thinking. Like I know docs like your CAs know how much you make. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they're yeah. they're doing our and stats you know, every and, month. And here's the funny thing is, <laughs> I don't. Because I don't, they do the stats. <laughs> right. So they know it down to the penny. Right. So And they also know if they haven't reached their goal yet, just how much more they need to reach it. 100%. Right. And they actually, when we're number, when our numbers are down, visits are numbers, they take it personally. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, they know that. And I want them knowing that um, because I want that leverage. Um, I want that leverage against it. They deal with all the checks and all the cash. Right. I, I find other people that are just absolutely shocked about that. And I kind of joke, like, well, how could you be sh-? They entered it into the computer. Like, right. are you entering it? What are the? It's so weird to me. I just have never, 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 never understood that ever. So, so, so doc- CAs, if you're listening, doctors listening, I'll be presenting at Parker Dallas, October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. We, I have a two-hour... CA breakout um, Friday morning with Cindy Parks. We're going to do a hands-on workshop that's never been done in a CA breakout at Parker before. So they've given us permission to do this. We're going to role play. We're going to script. We're going to, by the time you leave, 
you're going you're gonna to know some stuff <laughs> and be able to take it back on Monday and put it into practice. Yeah, and if you're at Parker, um, come say hi to us. Yeah. Our ultimate goal, which I've, I'm throwing it out there, is I want um, one year for us to do this from Parker. Yeah, it'd be fun, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like really do yeah. the podcast live, field yeah. live. Um, yeah. Questions. And Parker has everything you need. They have a whole bunch of stuff for the doctors. They have a whole bunch of stuff for CAs, which is very unusual these days. Not very many s- seminars are doing breakouts or keeping everybody together, which yeah. works too. I'm not putting that down. But we talk about things that are different than the doctors are talking about, and I always think we should separate that a little bit. So, you know, just just encourage them to bring you. And the last thing we're going to say is just, you know, for you, you just need to leave a lasting footprint. And that means a positive impression on everyone you meet everyone in your practice i want you to share your knowledge with everyone and don't be afraid to tell someone what you know some people are going to reject your opinion i get that fear of rejection especially now is what's going to hold us back from ever telling the truth right and so you need to just inspire through your truth and motivate yourself to remember why you do this every day and if you show up every day to serve yeah it's a no-brainer. I, it, it kind of all takes care of itself. It absolutely so. does. Love you. Love you. Thanks for listening to the Chiropractic Assistance for Life podcast with Dr. Lance and Lori Morton, where you get the strategies and tools to build the team of your dreams.